This week on Speak Lord, we're bringing back a few episodes that have to do with getting spirituality wrong. When we do spiritual or religious things and we just mess it up. We're going to go to Simon the Sorcerer and Peter the Apostle, and we're going to see a few ways of doing spirituality that that we don't want to do. These are things we got to watch out for and not have in our own life to make sure that the way we are approaching God is a positive thing, not a negative thing. So you might hear some conviction in these messages, maybe just some reminders. I hope it points you to a way of approaching God that is awesome and life-giving. And here's episode 88 from Speak Lord. I believe it was one of those recorded in the shade of a tree by the river with the kids playing. And it takes us to a story of Simon the Sorcerer. It reminds us that there is so much pain when the things of God are up for sale. Acts chapter 8, verses 18 through 24. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money and said, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter. For your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this, your wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me, that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. So much of the evil in the church throughout history is a result of the things of God being up for sale. For us thinking that we can purchase the things that only God can give. We think of the corruption of the Middle Ages in the church. The wealth that took them from true spirituality. Money's not bad. We're called to be good stewards of the finances that God has placed in our hands. But it takes diligent effort to separate spiritual authority from financial ability. We also need to be reminded that that's not how God works. Salvation is something that cannot be purchased. There is no way to receive the gifts of God apart from God. So maybe in our life, it doesn't look exactly like Simon trying to give money to the apostles so that you can lay your hands on people and that they can receive the Holy Spirit. But maybe it looks like us trying to promote ourselves to God and to others by our own assets, by the things we have or the things we can do. When we sense any of that spirit in our lives, it tells us our hearts are not right. We need to do exactly what Simon was told to do, repent. And I'm so grateful that the things of God are not for sale because there's no way that we can raise the funds to buy what we need. Instead, we have a God who is ready to give without limit to those who ask and depend on him. Don't think that you can buy the gift of God with money. Speak Lord is a resource of the Palmer. Well, there it is. That's definitely not the way we want to approach spirituality. And here's another way that we can get it wrong. 
Uh, This episode was entitled, Instead of Arguing, and it gives us an alternative to arguing with God and with others. Instead of arguing with God, experience him. And instead of arguing with others, just tell your story. One of the ways we can get spirituality wrong is to make it about being right. Did you catch that? We can get spirituality wrong when our experience is about us being right. We can be so right that we just end up arguing with people and with God. So right that God can't correct us and people can't teach us and we can no longer be effective in our witness. So here is the episode, Instead of Arguing. This is Speak, Lord, episode 98. I'm Ryan Rogers, and I do this podcast because I love to hear God speak through the words of the Bible, and I want to share that with you. What can we do instead of arguing? I have little kids, so I think about this a lot. So my response to arguing is probably a bit shaded by my experience of being a parent who's frustrated with it. So when I hear arguing, it's time for chores. It's time to go outside. It's time to have the car be quiet. What can we do instead of arguing? I'm back in the book of Acts this week. Last week we were talking about Peter and his extraordinary experience with God and going to the Gentiles and seeing the heart of God as he loves all people. And before we took this long, like several month long break from Speak Lord, I was going through the book of Acts, just straight through the book of Acts. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going, I'm just going to whatever verse speaks to me and sharing from all over scripture. But there were a few of these stories that I read and had made some notes on and I never got a chance to share. So that's what these last two episodes on the book of Acts are from. They're just leftover thoughts that I wanted to bring to you. First, let's go back to Peter's experience with God. He could have argued with God. In fact, he did. But I think he learned what we can learn, that instead of arguing with God, we should just experience him. When Peter tells his story in the book of Acts, he remembers that he saw these animals come down in vision And then he heard a voice that said, rise, kill, and eat. And at first he argued. He said, by no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. And the voice came again another time. And this time it said, what God has made clean, do not call common. So Peter was arguing with God, and then God just wins the argument. He says, hey, you might not think it's clean, but I call it clean And that's what it is. So don't call it common. And finally, Peter stopped arguing with God and began to just experience God. And that's when God took him on this awesome journey. See, when we are still wondering what God is doing, God is already working. God didn't wait for Peter to understand what was going on to start making good things happen. And Peter still didn't understand what God was doing, But he came to the place where he was willing to experience God, even though he didn't understand, rather than argue with him. So what can we do instead of arguing? Well, first, instead of arguing with God, let's experience him. Imagine if Peter didn't stop arguing. Like if he just stayed there on that roof and protested because God was telling him to do something he knew was wrong. If Peter would have insisted on arguing, 
he would have missed out on the experience with God and possibly missed out on learning greater truth than he thought he already knew. And we argue with God too. God says what I have called clean, do not call common. And yet God pours out his grace on us. And he says we are forgiven. And then we mope around like we still have no hope. Stop arguing with what God says about you. Instead, experience him. And here in the book of Acts chapter 11, Peter gets to tell the whole exciting story of what God did. And he gets to tell that to his fellow believers. I bet they were so excited. I bet this was an awesome moment for them as they saw how God was working. But actually, that's not what happened. When you read the text, you find something very different happened. They weren't excited. They were upset with Peter for doing things they weren't supposed to do. They were focused on what Peter did wrong in their eyes, and they did not see what God was doing. So that's the situation Peter finds himself in. Something super awesome God is doing, and then there's people, and they're upset, and they want to argue about things that Peter knows are the work of God. And so now Peter has another opportunity to argue, but this time it's with his fellow believers. I want to notice what Peter does instead of arguing. Here's what I learned from Peter. Instead of arguing, tell your story. He could have been really defensive because he had this awesome experience with God. He was probably super pumped. He had a ton of spiritual enthusiasm and the church didn't share his newfound convictions. And unfortunately, the church is really good at putting out our spiritual fire. When we get really excited about a ministry or something the Holy Spirit has led us to do, we expect others to get excited, but sometimes they just criticize. Peter could have argued, or he could have just been offended, or just gone away mad. But instead of arguing, Peter tells his story. This is what it says in Acts chapter 11, verse 1 through 4. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So right there, after verse 1, you would think they would be excited. The Gentiles had received the word of God. But listen to what happens in verse 2. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, You went to the uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began to explain it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and there in a trance I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descending, and he continues on and tells his story. Instead of arguing, Peter told his story. Instead of debating what God is like, Peter just shared what God had done in him. I've been wondering, is there really ever a time that it's worth arguing about God? I see a place for exchanging ideas, but doesn't the spirit of argument kind of go against the points we're trying to make about who God is? Instead of arguing, tell your story. How is God speaking to you? Are there some people you really want to communicate truth to and it's just not going through? Instead of arguing, tell your story. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord by searching... And we're going to add a third episode of How to Get Spirituality Wrong. And this one comes to us through Speak, Lord for Kids 
episode 77. And in this message, Rue reminds us of the time when Jesus turned over tables. And the people got spirituality wrong there too. We get it wrong when we pretend to follow God, but make it about ourselves. So Rue is going to finish us up for Speak Lord this week with this message. Speak Lord for kids! Matthew 21, verses 12-13 Jesus went into the temple area. He threw out all those who were selling and buying things there. He turned over the tables that belonged to those who were exchanging different kinds of money, and he turned over the benches of those who were selling doves. Jesus said to them, The scriptures say, My temple will be called the house of prayer, but you are changing it into a hiding place for thieves. Why do you think Jesus is upset? Because the people are using his temple as a hiding place for thieves. We don't usually think of Jesus as being upset. But these people were supposed to be worshiping him and teaching others about him. And they were just trying to make money. I think Jesus gets upset when we pretend to follow him, but we're really just doing it for ourselves. Let's not be like that. Let's not give Jesus any reasons to be upset. Instead, let's make our lives all about him. Speak Lord is a resource of the Palmer Seventh-day Adventist Church. Find us online at palmerak.adventistchurch.org and at pastorbyanrogers.com. Let's grow with Jesus.